Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more reddit stories and if you do love a reddit story why not consider hitting that like subscribe maybe that notification bell too or super cheeky of you by the way and let's crack on with today's first story much love guys now before we do get into today's story i do want to give you a couple of warnings it does contain talk of cancer and infidelity as well so if you do want to skip the story please feel free to do so timestamps are always down in the description and along the timeline below thank you and this one's from Top Travel 7135 from the Am I the Arsehole subreddit and says, Am I the Arsehole for not going to the wedding of my dad and his affair partner? When I was 17, my mother was diagnosed with breast cancer. Two years later and she passed away. During these two years, my dad was not around much. He was always working and going on business trips. My aunt and grandma took care of mom. About five months after my mother's passing, my dad introduced me to his new girlfriend. I was pissed. I yelled at him how quickly he moved on from mum when they decided to tell me they'd been in a relationship for three years. My dad had been cheating on my mum while she was dying. His business trips were to meet his affair partner. I was so angry, I packed my stuff and left his house. I haven't spoken to him since that day. Currently, I am 25. The only family I speak to is an aunt who helped me when I left my dad's house. A few days ago, my aunt called me asked me how I was and then asked me if I heard from dad. I said, why would I hear from him again? My aunt said dad is getting married to his affair partner and by going to his wedding, it will help us mend our relationship. I said, why would I do that? He's dead to me. There was a silence on the phone for a bit before my dad replied asking if that was what I felt about him. I immediately cut the call when I heard his voice. I realized he was with my aunt when she made the call to me. I text my aunt telling her I asked her not to tell dad anything about me and she agreed back then. She texts me back saying I was an asshole for saying what I said and my dad is crushed hearing that and I should have moved on by now. I did not want to argue with someone who helped me so I blocked her. Over the next two days I got sent a wedding invitation to my mailbox. The only person in the family who knew my address was my aunt and she gave my number to various members of the family. I'm being bombarded with calls and texts from dad, uncles, cousins, aunts, saying that I should give him a chance and come to the wedding. Some calling me names for saying what I said. I got a text from the affair partner saying my dad is thinking of postponing the wedding and I should just talk to him. For context, the affair partner was a friend of my mum and knew she had cancer. I said it's not my fault if he postpones the wedding. I don't want to have a relationship with dad or her. They are trying to force it. It got quiet after that, but being told by so many people from my dad's side I'm an arsehole did leave me conflicted, but I'm sticking to my guns. So, am I the arsehole? Now, I'm trying to get into the heads of all these people that's messaging you saying, you know, you should have moved past this by now. I mean, fuck that shit. What the hell is going through their mind that thinking that this was in any way acceptable 
he cheated on your mum while she had cancer and eventually passed away from it, which I'm extremely sorry to hear about as well. And for your aunt to do that as well, that's someone that also needs to be cut out of your life. I'm just thinking all of them at this point. To turn on you like that when you've done absolutely nothing wrong and they're backing your dad up on this is just, it's... Uh, I, I just don't understand them. Child of Obama says, not the asshole. Your dad cheated on your mum while she was dying. Now the whole family is upset. You've calmly expressed how you feel about it by A, cutting your dad out and B, not attending the wedding. Your aunt also violated your trust by giving your contact information out without your consent. I'd say cut the whole family out at this point. Don't ask me chit says and not the asshole. Tell your father you are treating him like he treated your dying mother. Look everyone who tries to tell you how to feel. Move on and don't look back. JL Houston replies that saying honestly, what he did is 1,000 times worse than what OP is doing. Not only lying and cheating, but essentially abandoning his dying wife while doing so. People are allowed to make their decisions in life, but they also must accept the natural consequences of those decisions. OP doesn't owe him any more than he seemed to think he owed their mum. I also have cancer. Treatable, not curable. The support and love I get from my husband is what keeps me going and helps me live each day with gratitude. To think that she didn't have this while dying makes me so sad. At least she didn't know about the affair. Hopefully anyway. Absolutely, and he also wasn't caring for his daughter in her time of need during this. He was off having his affair, pretending to go on business trips when, you know, the daughter was watching her mum go through cancer, which is, ugh, that's just heartbreaking. Queen Legolas says, not the arsehole block all of them, including your aunt. Change your number. If you can move without telling anyone, do it, because they're going to show up in person to confront you next. Get some security cameras in case someone tries to go nuts, like trying to force their way into your home. They're all horrible people. Your dad and his affair partner are the worst. Both were close to your mum and did this to her. Ask a fair partner what she would do if she got cancer and he did the same to her. Actually, don't bother. Don't engage any of them. Don't feel guilty. You're doing the right thing. Stand up for yourself. Everyone here supports you. Opie says thank you. I'm in the process of changing my number and updating contacts. As for where I live, it's a pretty secure apartment. You can only come in after me or someone buzz you in. Then you have to write down your name with security and the elevator works with a key fob only. I am hoping I don't have to move but keeping my options open if it escalates. And one more comment from Born This Gay who says you are not the arsehole but your father and his whole family is. Block their numbers. Block their email address, social media, change your address if you can. Six years isn't enough to get over the man who literally betrayed your mother when she needed him the most, without fraternizing with other women who were supposed to be your mother's friend. They were enjoying themselves while your mother was dying and didn't even have a lick of decency or care for you and your pain. By the fact that merely five months after your mother's death, your father thought it was prime time to reveal his cheating partner to you. They care for nothing but themselves. In fact, if you don't forgive this man and woman for as long as you live, it is still understandable. And honestly, I'm smelling a catch from this. Why now? Why does it take him six years to suddenly desperately want to meld the relationship? Either way, it's not your problem. I hope you ditch this whole nasty family. You deserve better. OP says, I actually thought about this too. I think you may be right because I got some texts like, it's a son's duty to take care of his father and your future kids would want their grandfather in their life. Opie gave like a couple of lines of update before their main update and said, 
I sent a text to all 39 numbers who called or texted me detailing what dad did, and I blocked all of them. I don't care for their responses. Then, a month later, OP updates. They said, Hello. First, I want to thank you all who commented on the first post and all who messaged me. It really helped me stick with my decision to not go to the wedding. I wanted to update earlier, but it's been pretty hectic with work. So after many texts and calls from multiple family members, I sent a text to all numbers detailing what dad did and why I chose to be no contact with him. I then blocked all the numbers. I've changed my number, but kept the old number in a separate phone to collect evidence if they start to harass me from random numbers. But luckily nothing happened and I thought that was that. A week or so after that, my aunt's fiance came to my apartment. He knows what time I get off work and was waiting for me in the parking lot. I was apprehensive, but he assured me he only wanted to talk. And according to him, the text I sent caused a shitstorm in that family. He told me that some of the cousins who did not know what happened in the past started to question dad and a fair partner, and they started to get defensive and deny it, but someone revealed that it was true. This has caused a massive argument within the family, with some cousins pulling out of the wedding. Dad wanted to postpone the wedding so he can talk to me, but the affair partner threatened to leave him if he did that. The news of what did an affair partner did also reached some of their friends, who were at one point friends of mum as well. Some of them also pulled out of the wedding, and this caused the affair partner to have a breakdown and started banning anyone who brings it up, family members included from the wedding. According to aunt's fiance, she is blaming this all on me. Says I did this intentionally. I laughed at that. The wedding is still somehow happening. I asked him about my aunt and how this all started. He said all he knows is that there was a conversation of how bad the family would look if I wasn't at the wedding and that my aunt offered to call me. He said that he disagreed, but she did it anyway. He said that he is only here because he felt I needed to know what happened. I thanked him, but said I would be going completely no contact with her and by extension him as well. He agreed, wished me well, and left. I'm not going to lie and say I'm completely okay. I miss my aunt. I miss my mum. But I know what I did was the right thing. I'm currently staying with my girlfriend as she is cheering me up by coming up with absurd ways to ruin the wedding. As a lot of you said... I should try therapy and I'm going to take that advice. Some of the comments has made me realize that I've bottled up a lot of grief and anger. I'm super nervous about it, but I also feel it'll do me good. So once again, thank you for all your comments and advice. Ciao. Then Opie left some comments on the girlfriend's ideas and said the first idea she came up with was let's go to the landfill and catch some rats and then release them at the wedding. It got progressively worse from that. Obviously, this is just for fun and I have no intention of going anywhere near that wedding. But reading some of the ideas here is giving me a good laugh. I totally agree with Opie there. They're best just cutting themselves off from them completely. But what do you guys make of this situation? Put yourself in Opie's shoes. What would you do? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. And let's move on to another story. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And our next story comes from the Am I the Arsehole Here subreddit. It does come with updates as well. It's from NoBumblebee8165 and says, Am I the Arsehole for telling my ex that his children are not my problem? And before we do get into the story, there is a couple of warnings on it. So if you do want to skip it, please feel free to do so. Timestamps are always down in the description and along the timeline below. It contains racism, emotional abuse, physical abuse, child neglect, and verbal abuse as well. Now let's get started. Am I the asshole for telling my ex that his children are not my responsibility? I, a 34-year-old woman, have a 10-year-old daughter with my ex. We separated five years ago because he impregnated another woman. He spends weekends with our daughter. Recently, my daughter has been expressing that her dad's stepson is bullying her and her dad isn't intervening. My ex's stepson is 15 years old, so I was taken aback when she told me that he would physically harm her, such as hitting, kicking, and even pushing her down the stairs. She also mentioned that her half-sister keeps taking her belongings. I confronted my ex after she relayed all this to me. He dismissed it as kids being kids and suggested that our daughter should just get over it. He also said his other children require more attention and if our daughter can't cope with that she shouldn't have come over to his house in response i expressed my frustration stating that i wasn't concerned about his other children's issues he should stop neglecting our daughter's well-being he then ended the call abruptly shortly after his wife sent me a lengthy text accusing me of being an antagonist for stating that her kids aren't my responsibility P.S. His children do not have any special needs or disabilities, so am I the asshole for saying my ex's kids aren't my responsibility? So there was one comment in this one which Opie did respond to from Nacho Bacon who says, I would not send my 10-year-old anywhere with the expectation that two kids, let alone a 15-year-old boy, were going to hit and bully them. I would likely be laying hands on that 15-year-old's father for sure and possibly his punk-ass kid too if it didn't get resolved after the first time I talked nice to them. Opie says, the thing is, if I knew what was going on, I would have not let my daughter go to his house in the first place. I forgot to mention that she hadn't told me this until I found a bruise on her arm. I then asked her to explain and she just told me what happened. But Opie did come in with her first update and said, thank you for all the advice I've been receiving. I talked to my daughter about not going to her dad's anymore. She expressed that she still wants to see him because she loves him, but she feels like he doesn't love her. This deeply upset me as no 10 year old should feel that way. I text my ex stating that if he wants to see our daughter, he should take her away from his house. Alternatively, if he prefers not to see her, I will take this matter to court and file for full custody. He responded by saying he doesn't care and that I can remove his parental rights as he has his real children with him. Additionally, I mentioned that I will be pressing charges against his stepson. He simply ignored that text. I'm taking legal action and I've sent the screenshot to my friend who is a lawyer. I'll provide further updates once everything is resolved. But OP did come in with a second update a couple of days later and says, so a lot has been going on for the past few days. I've talked to my lawyer. She said my ex might twist it into me being the bad person since I blew up on him. But she did say if he did, he would just embarrass himself in court. 
I also asked my daughter if her being abused by a stepbrother was racially motivated, since my daughter is mixed. I'm black and my ex is white, and so is his new family. She at first didn't understand until I explained, and she said her stepbrother called her the N-word. She doesn't know what that means. That's why she didn't think it was important. After she told me this, I put her to bed and text my ex, asking if he knows what his stepson says about our daughter. He said, yeah, he says a little racist things, but it's not relevant. After the text, I know I was going to press charges on the stepson. I was debating whether I should do it or not. But after what she told me, I knew I was going to do it. I called my lawyer again and explained everything. And now we're waiting for a court date. By the way, my ex has been blowing up my phone. He probably got the court papers. Thanks for all the support. I don't think I'm allowed to post anything about the case, so I might update once the case is over. So Opie comes in a couple of months later with what they title their final update and says, so a lot has been going on, but I'm happy to announce that I'm getting full custody of my daughter. My ex is paying more child support than before. and My daughter has been going to therapy. She's been getting better and is a lot happier now. We even got some of her stuff back that was previously taken by a half sister. Thank you for all the amazing advice I received. But apart from all the good news, there is an update. I had a sit down with my ex and it went horribly. He kept asking why I was taking his daughter from him and he ended up yelling at me. Thank God we're in a public place. I also found out through a friend of mine that my ex is bipolar. For me, it explains a lot. Apart from the sit down, he's been going crazy. He shows up at our daughter's school demanding he get her back. And then he'll text me saying he's glad that I got full custody of her. I'm just confused, but our lives are getting better. That's all. I wish you all an early Merry Christmas. Thank you again. If someone says, wow, how did you get custody so quickly? Hoopy says, I don't know. We didn't even fight it, so they just gave it to me. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. And we're going to have one more story from the Am I the Arsehole subreddit. It doesn't have an update as yet. It's from BackgroundCalls7103. and says, Am I the Arsehole for not wanting to share my birthday with my dead twin anymore? 16 female here. Soon to be 17 in three days. I was a twin. My brother died hours after birth. He was five minutes older than me. I was told my mother went into deep depression but with help got better over time. I've watched videos of my birthdays from one to six years old and me sharing my birthday with my brother has started at my first birthday. There's always that five minutes of remembrance in honor of him and instead of having one candle on my cake, there will always be extra or extras for him. For example, if I was one year, there'll be one for him or if I was two, then they would add another two and so on. As a kid, I didn't really understand or minded because I got to blow out extra candles. When I was eight, I did question it and they told me it was in remembrance for my brother as we share the same birthday. This carried on until my 16th that I didn't get to celebrate because I ended up in hospital. My grandpa showed up at the hospital while I was recovering with a gift and wished me and only me a happy birthday. After he left, I realized. I loved that he only acknowledged me. I realized I didn't want to keep sharing my birthday with my brother, but then I felt guilty. I did try and speak to my parents about me just celebrating my birthday this year, but I was brushed off. Now we come to what happened four days ago. And my grandpa, who was the official cake maker in my family, asked what type of cake did I want. I told him and added firmly with only 17 candles, please. My parents were in the next room and immediately they came in demanding to know what I was doing. 
that I should know that the other 17 candles were for my brother and I ended up crying and told them that he's not even here and I am. I can't remember everything that was said but there was a lot of shouting with me and my parents and grandpa and me getting told that I'm selfish and I need to stop being self-centered. Grandpa left with me. I've been at his house since the big fight. I've been crying a lot and grandpa has been here for me. But I feel so guilty and need to ask, am I the asshole? And we're starting the comments with independent length 54 who says not the asshole. Your parents need to find another way to grieve their lost child. Your birthday should be your celebration, not their occasion to memorialize their grief. They need to be able to celebrate you, their living child, and find another way to memorialize your brother in a different way. Jackal Reborn says, not the asshole, your parents needing to grieve is understandable, but they're going about it the wrong way. Your feelings are completely valid and I agree with everything you write. Your birthday cake should be for you. Not particularly similar, but I'm a twin and we got separate cakes. I wouldn't have wanted to share a cake with my twin on our birthday and we're in the same room. Double H says, not the asshole. Your parents haven't got over the tragic death and they can't put you on the spot every year of your existence. This borders on unhinged. What will they do at your graduation, your wedding? They need therapy. And I'm glad your grandfather has given you a safe space. A happy 17th birthday to you. And one more comment from Ad1 who says not the arsehole. Your parents have never thrown you a birthday party. Every party was a funeral for their golden child. You are just the also ran. Every year they use you to throw themselves their annual pity party. The only thing they're celebrating is their poor parental heartbreak. Your birthday has absolutely nothing to do with you or your deceased brother. Time for you to refuse to participate in their morbid funeral rites. Find some friends and actually celebrate your birthday for the first time. But now, I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Put yourself in OP's position. How would you feel? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. Now, just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so much for being involved, truly. And hopefully, I'll see you in the next one. Take care and much love. Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. <laughs> I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show yeah. is absolutely yeah. incredible. Or anime. Yeah, and under this sure. mask is another mask. <laughs> you can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday wherever you get your podcast, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel.